The Torah is eternal. These are the words from the Alter Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, in his magnum opus, the Tanya. Even stories and incidents that occurred many years ago, when the Torah mentions them, it's not only to share those stories of the past with us, but more specifically, to teach us the eternal message we can learn today. The teachings of the past are eternal. Its message lives forever. Based on this, the Rebbe asks, in the portion of Nasai the Torah speaks about how God commanded Moshe to count the children of Levi, Gershon, Kahas, and Merari. What eternal message can we learn about an incident that took place many years ago? What is the spiritual message about this counting? Also, we know that the Jewish people weren't able to enter into Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, because of the sin of the spies. And they were punished for 40 years. They wandered in the desert for 40 years. But why did God have them live in a desert? They could have spent 40 years in a civilized place. Not in a place that is the natural habitat for snakes and scorpions. Why live in a jungle without running water? They could have lived in a domesticated habitat. To answer this, the Rebbe begins this talk with a teaching from the Alter Rebbe on this week's Torah portion. The Alter Rebbe says in Lukut Torah that there was a spiritual reason why they spent 40 years in the desert. The first reason was in order to remove the, dark, the darkness of the desert. And the second reason was in order to transform desert life into a home for godliness and holiness. On this, the Rebbe expounds, physically, as the Jews traveled through the desert, the godly cloud of glory cleaned the desert from snakes and scorpions and also transformed the desert into an inhabitable place for people to live in. Why? Because thousands of people were traveling and living in the desert. And also because the desert was now irrigated by the well of Miriam. A barren desert landscape became a botanical oasis. They now had all sorts of fruits and vegetables growing in middle of the desert. According to this, we can now understand why the children of Gershon and Merari in this week's Torah portion were counted since they were the ones responsible to make this spiritual transformation happen in the desert. When God counted the tribe of Levi, God infused them with the necessary tools and abilities to not be affected by deserts and the darkness of desert life, and also to be able to transform desert life into a spiritual oasis. It is known that something that is counted does not become nullified. The tribe of Levi were the carriers of the Mishkan in the desert. They were the ones that carried the house of God, the tabernacle, which transformed the desert into a home for God. With this counting of the tribe of Levi, the tribe of Levi became armed with the necessary armor to withstand the darkness of the desert and transform the desert. Based on the Altadeb's explanation, as to why the Jewish people spent 40 years in the desert, and the Rebbe's connection as to why the Levim were counted. We can now understand the original question, what is the eternal message of this counting? The Rebbe continues in the Sikha and says, a person may say to himself, I'm living in a desert, whether it's LA, New York, or a small city in Arizona, Colorado, or Texas. 
a person may feel isolated and, and, and alone, surrounded by others who are not godly or inspiring. He may say to himself, this place is not for me. The Spirit of God is not here, and therefore, why should I be here? From this counting of the tribe of Levi, we learn a powerful lesson. Just like the Jewish people were commanded to go into a barren desert and transform it into a spiritual oasis, so must each of us tackle our surroundings and transform it into a noble and spiritual home for God. We are not found in our locations by accident, but only because of God. We don't live here by serendipity, but only by divinity. We are here on a mission. The mission is to transform a barren place, a desert, into an inhabitable place, a civilized place. The Rebbe then connects this message in an even more personal way. Not only can a person feel that his surroundings is barren, but he may also feel that in his personal spiritual life, there exists a deep emptiness. A person may think about his past wrongdoings and see how far he has become from God and Judaism. He may say, who am I fooling? I've done this wrongdoing time and time again. I will never truly change. I'm in a spiritual desert and cannot get out of it. To this, the Rebbe so beautifully and powerfully shows us from this week's Torah portion, Pashas Nasai, that he too can change. And that this, in fact, is his divine mission designed by God. Just like the tribe of Levi only began carrying the Mishkan and serving in the temple at the age of 30, notwithstanding the fact that they already had an established lifestyle that was surely not in the same spiritual state as serving in the temple. Their physical habits were fully developed. They were already integrated into a certain lifestyle. Yet God still gave them the ability to transform themselves and be ready and capable to serve in the holiest place in the world, the Mishkan, the tabernacle. From this we can learn that while one finds themselves in a spiritual desert, one's habits and daily routines may not be aligned with his, with his inner self and godly self. Nevertheless, in one instant, God gives a person the ability to totally transform his ways. One can totally commit himself and change instantaneously. Just like God counted the tribe of Levi and empowered them, so too God empowers each and every one of us to change internally, even if our lifestyle was totally out of line previously. And he too can change and, and become a home for God. This is also expressed in the names Gershon and Kahas, the children of Levi. Gershon means to divorce, to separate, to expel. In order to change, one needs to separate from his past wrongdoings. Sur Meirah. This is the first step. The second step to change can be expressed in the name Kahas. Kahas means to gather, to gather together good things. When one does good deeds and actions, one gathers good things together. Ase toiv, doing good. With divorcing from wrongdoings and initiating good deeds, one climbs the ladder of transformation 
and turns his inner barren desert into a spiritual oasis and home for God's.